When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. This week on the group chat, we are playing the ever popular, ever cheesy truth or trash. Christian McCaffrey breaks the NFL scrimmage yard record for a single season. Truth. Truth. Easy. Easy. Anybody going to say trash to that? And then our very talented voiceover guy is back. Week 13 on the group chat. It's truth or trash. We've got a stat. You tell us, is it (laughs) true? Oh, my God. That was so good. We have all of that and so much more on this week's The Group Chat. You've been added to the group chat with your friends, Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. With your friends, Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Will Bryan. Will Bryan. Yours is so much more dramatic. I, like I demand more dramatic. Caroline Can. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me do it again. With Max Henson, Will Bryan, and Caroline Can. Yeah, that's how it should <laughs> yeah, be. I feel like Josh that? Turner should be bringing us in, like the deepest voice ever. Caroline Can. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the group chat, everyone. I am Caroline Can. Caroline With Kat. Max Henson and Will Bryan. Will Bryan. <laughs> and Will Bryan. <laughs> we are in what week of this season? Entering week 13. 13. Lucky number 13. Mm, Are you guys superstitious? No. You're a little stitious? A little stitious. Anyway. Just a little stitious. I'm shocked you didn't say that immediately. I know. Dang it. I kind of took she it She beat me to me. it. I did. You I gave took, him a good second, though, where he could have jumped in. <sighs> Not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I am a yeah. little stitious. I was number 13 in college. My favorite. I'm really? A big, I'm a big 13 yeah. fan. Oh. You like to just buck it by going straight at it? I do. I like that it came with a bit of an attitude with it. Yeah. Like, people notice number 13 yeah. just because it's the number 13. You know, if you're, and like people notice number one, like, oh, number one. But anything in between there is kind of up for grabs, you know? Unless 30, 13 does is a bit of a statement number. Yeah, it comes with a bit of an attitude. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Thank you. Now, do you think Jarius Wright has a bit of an attitude? Mm. Is, is that a, you know, so you know nice. who had an attitude? Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin's 13. He was 13. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. It's almost like a house bunny. You know, she's trying to remember the names. She's like, Will Bryan. To remember the names. Anyone? What? You guys haven't seen House Bunny? What? No. Oh, man. All right. Well, for those listening out there, you know what I mean. When she's trying to remember names, she's not very good at it. So she says that in a weird way to remember the name. 
You should try that. Are you guys good doesn't, at names? Doesn't uh, go back to the office. Doesn't Michael Scott yes. do something like that? Yes. What does he do? It's uh, like fat boy because <laughs> you're fat so. Probably very inappropriate if it has anything to do with what Michael Scott does. But, but yeah, no, he does. He has like things for everybody. That's completely yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's week thirteen. We don't know what we're talking about, but what we do know is that it's getting to that point in the season where you can start looking at how the season's going to end. A lot of people love to do this in week one through five. We decided to wait until there were five weeks left in the season. So going into week 13, we're going to play a fun game that is, I believe every disc jockey, cheesy radio head guy has introduced this. So we're going to bring in our resident um, voice Mm, guy. I think our resident voice guy. How much do we have to pay him? Nothing. Oh, this is pro bono. He does this pro bono. That's why <laughs> <Yeah>. he's so good. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. So to introduce our segment for this week on the group chat, here is the voice guy. Week 13 on the group chat. It's truth or trash. We've got a stat. You tell us, is it true? That was so that's, good. That's why <laughs> I just That's why he Max does it pro Max bonus. started doubling over so and I good. lost it. I tried I not to look at Max. I wasn't prepared for it to be that good. I, I wasn't. honestly was looking over oh at the Oh my levels. god, I couldn't finish. That was so oh. good. I was looking at the levels to see <laughs> when you peaked. <laughs> and it was so early. Uh, and then you went into explaining it. That was good. You were going to explain it. I was going to do the whole thing. Welcome. It was so good. The truth or trash. That's right, everyone. We're playing truth or trash. We're going to make a statement and see if you agree with us or disagree with us that that statement is absolute truth or not. Come on, get out of here. That's trash. So I was actually, uh, I was cheating on the group chat a little bit earlier this morning um, and made a guest appearance on Inside Voices. Um, everyone give Will a round of applause. He got asked to be. This guy's in popular demand. I know, I know. Good job. So uh, I think they reminded me of a stat... Uh, prediction that I think we had earlier in the summer, way long before the season even started, uh, <laughs> something that, that Caroline brought up about yeah. Curtis Samuel. It was Cur- it was about Curtis. Yeah, remember that one? I was just picking the wrong the wrong Cat Pat member. Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah. I was I was close. Right. Honestly, as far as predictions go, I'll take that one as a win. Sure. I mean, I because close. no one would have thought anyone would have had two thousand yards. Did I say two thousand? You said two thousand. Really? So you just went a little high. Kid, did I did I say two thousand? <laughs> I think I, I think, I think it was two thousand. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna roll this back. We will find that and see. I'm pretty sure that's you said true. 2000. We do need to find, we need to uncover producer this, producer this Matt. I think yeah. I blacked out. I didn't say two thousand. We should actually probably look back at that entire episode and see yes. what all of us said. Yes, that would be great. I think I. We're gonna look this up. I probably said some things about defense that have not come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> but what Yikes. can you do? Well, congratulations on cheating on the group chat. We're happy for I'm you. I'm pretty okay. sure that I said that, you know, that wasn't as fun as the group chat and that, <gasps> you know, this is Donnelly, where this- Kevin Donnelly listens to this religiously. Oh, I know. So he's going to be mad at you. He was Kevin, he, he said it he was, yeah, he Kevin's was a low-key groupie for sure. He was very jealous of the number of uh can opens that we do to open the open the group chat. We have chat. bottles this We have time, bottles, yeah. So we didn't get any good uh See if we can get it. Appar- apparently, and Taylor Davis is not a fan of our ASMR. Apparently, that, that kind of freaks her out a little bit. Honestly, I'm with Taylor on that. It's, yeah. Ooh. But we do it. But we do it each time. Stop! <laughs> Don't no. do it. That wasn't a reason to start doing it. There was no reason. Back to truth or trash. Hold on. Can I do it again? No. no. Oh. 
No, you can't. You can't. We're doing truth or trash here. We say a statement. See if you agree with us. See if we agree with ourselves about how these last five weeks could play out for your Carolina Panthers. Let's go. Will, since you're on a streak here, you've got a smirk on your face. I'm excited for you, buddy. What you got? Christian McCaffrey breaks the NFL scrimmage yard record for a single season. Mm. The record is 2,509 scrimmage yards held by Chris Johnson. McCaffrey has a little bit over 1,700 right now, which would mean he'd have to average about 130 scrimmage yards a game for the last five games. Yes. Truth. <laughs> Truth. Easy. Easy. Anybody going to say trash to that? I said You're someone I said someone would get over 2,000 yards. So I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he, he needs allegedly, over 2,500 2, yards. So. Allegedly, I, actually, I, I said that. I feel very confident in this one, too. 130 yards a game for Christian? I mean, what is he averaging right now per game, scrimmage yards-wise? Come on, um, Will. Come on. Come on. But no, I'm with you. I'm, I I feel very very confident. About yeah, like this I, one. I yeah I, th- I think this the is front 154. Yards. He's not averaging 154, okay. so he could go. You it's, know, all week, it's all about week. It's all about week 17 pace. for me. You know, it, last time he literally well, played one. one series. If Christian plays all 16 games, I think confidently he breaks yeah. the record. And that would be tough too because everyone kind of wanted to see him get a thousand, a thousand last year, mm-hmm. and they kind of had to pull him when he was within sort of striking distance. Yeah. You know he wants to achieve something like that. Who wouldn't? Uh, I, yeah, I would. I would hope he gets a chance to do it. But of course, depending on where the Panthers are in their season, you know, you also do have to start thinking about maybe kind of protecting him from right. himself a little bit. So yeah, I mean that that's the question for you. If if let's say he's within a hundred scrimmage yards, we're in the second quarter, week seventeen. Panthers potentially, maybe not. In the playoff race at that point. I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll say he'll break it before week 17. Wow. I like All right. it. I think it's very doable. Let's go off of that. CMC wins the MVP. True to trash. That's, that's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. I mean, I you see what Lamar trash. Jackson just did. I mean, it's always. He's our MVP. Yeah. Dang it. That's for sure. But it's just, I mean, your, your, your team's record plays a huge role. Yep. Unfortunately, Carolina's season, three, three losses in a row now. Uh, that makes it tough on him, and yeah, these quarterbacks—it's always an uphill battle. Do you think if Carol, if Carolina was eight and two right now, would yeah. he be able to overtake a quarterback? I mean, he'd have to continue to do some spectacular things. He'd have to have some game-winning touchdowns, some big mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he'd be—I—I I, I don't think it's possible now, right? But I think it would be possible in that. Scenario. I mean, shoot, if you give like that week two, if he gets in there. If he gets yeah. in at Green Bay, if he would have gotten in in New Orleans, if they would have given him, you know, like if man. Norv were to dial up another halfback toss yeah. for a touchdown, I mean, if they yeah. if he had a couple moments like that on the yeah. stretch of a team that was going to the playoffs, then yeah, yeah, I think it'd be possible, but it's hard. It's hard when your when your team is five and six. We'll see if they can rattle off some more wins and he has some huge games. But right now, I'd say yeah. Right, last one on McCaffrey. Yeah, does he win the rushing crown? No Panthers ever done it. Yeah, I think truth. Yeah, I, truth. I mean, now the who are the main competitors here? We're talking Dalvin Cook, who's who's on his heels right now. Nick Chubb is actually Nick six Chubb. yards behind him. Oh, so Chubb is now ahead of Cook. What's the what's the order of the rushing leaders? Let me put it up real quick. 
We didn't prepare Will for all these questions. Will, Will's supposed to know these things without having to look. It's because he went on Inside Voices. Yeah. Because he spent his time this morning instead of getting mm-hmm. ready for the group mm-hmm. chat. He goes and cheats on us. And yep. like, like, You're exactly right. Hope you had fun. Do you have the list for us now? Yeah, I do. Okay. You ready? Can we hear it? Okay. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, 1,123 rushing yards. Yeah. Chubb, 1117. Cook, 1,017. Then Derrick Henry at 991. Josh Jacobs, yeah. 957. Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I think he'll get it. I like that. Matter of fact, he'll get it. Truth. Book it. Truth. I'll go defense here. Let's hear it. Let's go. Brian Burns will end the season as the Panthers' sack leader. Right now, he is behind Mario Addison. Burns has, what, five and a half? Mario has eight? Yep. Yep. The thing about Brian Burns is he's been dealing with this wrist injury, but he has said this week, Max, I think he told you, I'm over it now. He has those pins removed. Yep, I think he's he's feeling a lot better. I mean, he didn't get the sack that he was still kind of upset about in the two-point conversion against Tennessee. He feels like he should have six sacks, six and a half sacks. Do you, do you want me to go change that? You can't. That's an NFL thing. I mean, I know. You, you know, I can make a Don't you a think letter. you should get credit for a sack, even if it happens? On, and like, like Dante had that interception on the two-point try last year. Doesn't get credit for that either. Right. You should get credit for that. No, it happened. I agree. I don't if know the why. other team can get two points from it, yeah, you should be able. You to should be able to. Right, but I mean, so the other team doesn't get. You don't get a touchdown. I mean, so if Christian McCaffrey dives, but that's not in, what it is. But the, it's not a sack. Isn't what it is either. Yeah, it is. Why isn't it a sack? Why isn't, why isn't it a sack? But why isn't it a touchdown? Because all you're doing the two point conversion is just what to go. Ten, how how many yards is it? Right, two and a half. So or three. That's what it is. It's not so much to score the touchdown; it's just you have to cross the finish line. But you here. only have to sack it's like him a first. Uh, yeah, but it's like a first. It's like a first yeah. down. I mean, I just think if if someone makes a huge tackle to stop a two point conversion there, like they don't and they don't get credit for that tackle. Yeah, it's like that's a that's a very or important a pass play in the game, a- right? I don't know. Anyway, Burns thinks he should have six and a half, but he has five and a half. Sacked Breeze, right? And I think just twenty two snaps he had against the Saints. I think that's gonna be the big question. I know this is a thing fans are talking about a lot. Brian Burns maybe getting more playing time as the season goes on. Ron did say that he agrees that Burns appears to be past the hand injury. Um late in the season, you I would expect to see more young players playing more. Uh so I think he has a real shot. I mean, remember how hot a start he got off to before things slowed down for him. So I I think Burns could overtake Mario. I do. Back to the two point conversion. <laughs> Do the players get credited for playing that snap? You know how like at the end of the season, if you're a rookie or you're on a That's base, a good one. You, know? you you will get oh, a player bonus does for how many snap snaps. I don't think so. I don't count? think it's a count. I think I it's almost like it. Wow. It's like it happened, but it didn't. Or like is weird... it is it a special team snap? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's a special team snap, like a punt or an extra point. Hmm. Interesting. We will find out. Interesting. Who's next? Max. I'll go next. So what did um, we say that Burns is going to pass him? Did we did we come up? Is I'm that leaning. Truth or trash? I'm leaning toward yes. Not to say Mario is not going to have any more sacks, but I, I kind of am starting to feel like Burns is going to recapture a little bit of that that mojo we had early in the season. I'll I'll lean to this. I think for the first time in five years, the Panthers will have two players with at least ten sacks. I don't know that he's going to catch Mario. Didn't, um, Truth or trash? Didn't Mario and Julius have it in seventeen? I think both had eleven. Yeah, never mind. In four years, three years. Stat guy. This is what you get for going on freaking corrected. inside voices. Man. He's just so flustered this morning. Can't get anything right over there. Wow. 
My They were nicer goodness. to me. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back. Oh, that felt good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> guy put in his place. Oh, man. No I'm, big deal. I'm pretty sure it doesn't count as a special teams snap because wasn't I mean Christian McCaffrey's out there for a two pointer. Right? Why are we talking about this again? Because it's she important. Asked, she asked are me the question. Are we still going back to this? Okay. She asked me the question. I'm so getting ready for my next truth or trash. It was trying to answer. I don't I don't think that it counts as a special team snap either. Thank you. Okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. The Panthers will win a game this season when trailing at halftime. Mm. Here's a stat for you. Carolina is two and twenty when trailing at halftime since oh. the start of the twenty sixteen season. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. And man, that Saints game. We haven't really talked too much about what just happened in New Orleans, but I thought that was about as well played a game in New Orleans as you could have expected from this team. It was not far from perfect, but that was one where trailing at halftime was 17 15 at that I, point. I, I, when they didn't get the two point conversion, I'm like, well, they can't win now. Yeah. They're losing at halftime. But man. Rallied back from 14, rallied back from 13 the second half. Mm-hmm. It was a game where I did not realize we had tied the game when we did. I'm on the sidelines. I'm there. I'm, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. And it happens. I'm like, great. We score. I look up, and I was like, whoa, we yeah. tied this ball game. Yeah. That's it. you playing from behind the entire game, and then you, you're able to tie it there at the end. What I loved about the game was Kyle Allen showing that he can play from behind. Mm-hmm. That was a big question. Especially, Huge. I mean, you're you're gonna have to throw the ball. You can't just lean on Christian McCaffrey. That I mean, we know that's what you want to do, and that's how this team can definitely win. But I thought it was a great performance by Kyle Allen. So for this, I'm going to say that they they can win. Yeah, they, they will win. Win. I mean, hopefully they don't trail at halftime. But let's be right. realistic about the schedule they have coming up, and the fact that this team struggles to start fast. And Ron has talked about this repeatedly after games. It was a slow start. You heard that from Mario. Told me that after the game, immediately after. It's frustrating when you start slow, and you're having to the climb uphill. Mm-hmm. So I think they will. I think they will win one. Yeah, I'll I think pi- they can. I'm going to piggyback off what you said about Kyle. I mean, I think I think that was the best game of Kyle's career. Yeah. Can all things considered, the opponent, the point in Carolina season, coming off the game he came off of. I think the fact that you know Drew Brees is the quarterback on the other side. I mean, I think I mean, you put all Superdome. You put all that together, yeah. and I thought Kyle played tremendous football. Um, and look, you know, defense gave up thirty-one points. There, you know, it's, it's a thirty-one thirty-one game where you're looking at a chance to take the lead. I think that that's a it's a high number, but down in the Superdome, like I, I thought it was an acceptable performance. You got the interception on Brees late. Yeah. You got the fourth and one stop. I mean, you got those big stops that you needed. All of that put together, walking into that locker room after the game, it felt like a playoff loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they had really put an effort together that was, man, it was so close to have got getting it done in a place that's so hard to win. And that's just kind of been the story of the season, it seems. Whether it's Green Bay, Tampa Bay, this game here, just so close and coming up just short. And I mean that's the margins are slim in this league, and unfortunately for this team, with it with a chance to have a huge, huge win, it ended up being a devastating loss. And what you what you hope for is that that it doesn't end up being like a playoff loss, and that that was it. Yeah, you know, like all right, we we gave everything we got, and we still couldn't get it here in New Orleans, and, and we're, it did sort of feel like that, especially you know, too with like 
Greg Van Roten goes down. Yeah. Dontari Poe goes down. And it's like, man, this battle is really taking its toll. But they're in it, and now they're in a position to take the lead here late. And to see it go the way it did, it, it just, that one, Trey Turner after the game said, yeah, this one feels a little different. And he didn't really need to explain it because you knew what he meant. Yeah. I mean, this one against the division rival Saints in their building with this Panthers team backed up against the wall to have had it in their hands, really, and to let it slip away, that one, you, you knew what he meant. Yeah. You got another one? All right. This one is a, a little bit in jest, so factor that in. <laughs> Daryl Williams will start a game at center this year. <laughs> Caroline really likes this one, which this makes me happy. This is my favorite. <laughs> so Daryl Williams has started at four of the O-line positions already this season. And I hope Matt Paradis continues to start the year at center. I mean, that's like, you know, not a knock-on-wood situation. But he's one position away from getting the full the cycle. Has anyone ever completed the cycle I, on the uh, offensive line? <laughs> it, man, now you're, now you're asking a really tough one. <laughs> Come on, Will! Uh, I don't know. I mean, but like, it, so was it you who was who was saying that like they were laughing at this meme of Daryl Williams? I think that was Zach. Yeah, it was Zach. It, like, you know, there's the meme out there of like the professor that walks into the class and says the exact same thing: "Hello, hello, yes. hello, yeah. hello, 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 hello." <laughs> like that's Daryl Williams. Hello. Well, or like when when Daryl goes out there in the the huddle, like where does he hello. stand? Does he get yeah. confused sometimes? Yeah. Of am I over the here? Line? Wait, do I need to go? Okay, I'll go over there. What position am I playing? It's crazy. I mean, but that's. Offensive line this year, and really it seems like all the time in the NFL, teams are having to juggle guys, and position flexibility has never been more apparent than with Daryl this year. I mean, yeah. he's literally played all over, left left guard, right guard, right tackle, left tackle, and now with Van Rowen's injury seemingly to be pretty serious, um, imagine we'll see him at left guard for the foreseeable future, but I raise the point, maybe they let him try center. <laughs> has he ever played center? I don't, I, think going, I don't think so. Even I don't know if he could snap it. Yeah, could he snap the but ball? But could they let him just do it once so we could say the full cycle? Has <laughs> yeah. Been, I mean, Excuse that's, me, Ron. Uh, I've got Max has a question like, for you. Something I just I'd like to see. Find go, go find Coach Matsko. That would be a great conversation. Coach Matsko likes me, which makes me very happy. Um, <laughs> he likes me too, but the, it's I, a major accomplishment. I think the does. reason he likes me is because when we were in London, uh-huh. standing on the sideline, I wanted to ask a question about the offensive line. Everyone out there, Coach Matsko doesn't really do interviews. So I asked him that. That's putting it lightly, too. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, coach, do you mind if can I ask you a question? And he was like, he kind of was like, ah, no, like, ah, no, I don't do that. And I was like, okay, coach, that's perfectly fine. You know, whatever. And ever since then, I mean, he has taken the time to get to know me, yep. ask about my family. where I'm from. He, it, It's almost like a sting of guilt that mm. he did not do that. And I – no hard feeling. That's my job to ask, and it is their job to say yes sure. or no to it if you want to do it. And it has, yeah, we're buddies now, though. Coach Masco's great. He's great. All right, I have one more. Uh, the Panthers will have more than two Pro Bowlers. We know the obvious two. Does anybody else get to go? Christian mm-hmm. and Luke, anybody joining them? <sighs> you guys don't seem optimistic. No, I'm not, I, not sure. I'll say truth on this. All right, and now who would be your yeah. next one to go? DJ Moore. That's a. I mean, he okay. may not go. He may not go as the guy, like yeah, as an alternate. You're right. You're right. He, yep. He's the he's the under the radar. He's always this under the radar guy. I think DJ Moore could possibly go, and I hope he does. He'll have a hell of a year. He's if putting that's together true. a he's putting great together season. A, a yeah. great season. He's does a the rest of the league dad. know though? That's well, the yeah, thing. That's like, does anybody of, know yeah, DJ's is he back on a well? record? Not, yeah, is he? I don't know. 
that's, a, that's why the alternate makes sense for him. Yeah. Because there's always some guys that go as alternates that you have no idea what their season was like. Right. But then when you look at it, you're like, wow, they had a great season. I think that's DJ. DJ is not. Yeah. He, he hasn't gotten into the end zone as much, so that's why I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people know about him. But he's he one of, a, what, five players that has over 900 yards right yeah. now. What? Yeah. You're like, come on. No and one the, knows that. The, the other ones are all in the NFC. Yeah. So it's it, that's what's right. a little bit tough. Sometimes you kind of play NFC, AFC math, you know, in terms right. of – you know, like and wide receiver is such a glamorous position. Yeah. That like it's hard to imagine. Like it, it's very much names that yes. go in. Like Julio Jones, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas, Mike Evans. Like even the guys in this division are just like big name Amari wide receivers. Cooper. Right. So that would be my thing is just does he have enough cuz look, let's be honest, Pro Bowl a lot of times is a popularity contest. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of guys will tell you. Is he popular enough to get in? I think on merit you're yeah. right. I mean, 1,300-yard season, if he puts that together, is Pro Bowl caliber for sure. My The other one I would say is James Bradbury. And I know he had a tough mm-hmm. moment here against the Saints, matched up against Michael Thomas, who's the NFL's leading wide receiver and everything. But if Bradbury gets another couple picks, I mean, his passer rating against has been so good all season. I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. I, I think he's, again, deserving. I just don't know that he's popular enough, sad as it is to say. Well, to, to yeah, get in. and that's hard because especially you know with the fan part of the vote, no one's looking at you know your PFF passer rating against you know coverage rating. I mean, it's it's Will interceptions, is. right? You Corner, are, buddy. It's interceptions. <laughs> Corner comes down to interceptions. It's, so. it's how many picks? Do but you he's have? got three. You know, if he gets a couple more, yeah, I think he could be in the conversation. But you're right about DJ. I think that's a good one. I hope DJ goes. He would have a heck of a year. He's putting together a really great season. Yep. He's a soon to be dad any day now. Mm-hmm. Go to the Pro Bowl. That would be. Only, and at least, you know, a lot of times Pro Bowl seasons are set up by seasons before. You know, this could be one yeah. of those things where he kind of really gets on the people's yeah. radar at yeah. the end of December. You know, the voting's happening now. I mean, he's he's kind of turning it on a little bit late uh, in terms of people's perception. But you, you kind of get on people's radar and DJ next year, you know, it, I, I think, I mean, especially with, like, with Christian. I mean, not that he isn't having a Pro Bowl season, but... It was almost like if he did anything close to what he did last year, he's going this year because yeah. of what happened last year. Yeah, that is true. All right, well, through the trash. That was pretty good, guys. I thought that was pretty so. I don't yeah. think that was a trash segment. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I think as a, a segment as a whole, that was a truth, <laughs> truth segment. Good job. We agree with it. But now, everyone, it's time for your favorite segment of the week and our voice guy. I guess we'll let him come back. We're getting a lot of work out of him today. He did pretty poor on our opening voice segment there. So redeem yourself, voice guy. Line of the week, line of the week, line of the week. Ooh, we're getting a little, is it falsetto? No, that's yeah. when you go high. Yeah, yeah, What's the little, little. Uh, it I mean, started would... in falsetto and it ended up in something way worse. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about on this show yet, the, um, Will being. Acapella. Yeah, have we talked about that? I don't know. We haven't. I don't know if we've mentioned that. Yeah. Well, it's mentioned now. To everyone listening, Will, share I, what you're, about your acapella group. I, I, I am essentially a much better, nicer, and more mature version of Andy Bernard. Another Office reference. We've been good on the Office references. Yeah. I, I mean, he has some really bad moments. I like really that you moments. went ahead and just made yourself no, completely but, better than Andy. Yes, I'm better than Andy. I, I, <laughs> which I is will, a very Andy statement. Which I is will something think, that Andy <laughs> yes, would he would. He say. would say that. Except that, you know, like, I wouldn't actually punch the wall. I would just think about punching the wall. Mm-hmm. You're a lot like Andy. I could see you punching a wall. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, he, <laughs> he's got his Davidson mug here sitting yeah, next to him right you know, now. Like, 
I, I went to Davidson. Have right. you heard of it? <laughs> Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Oh man! If someone else like said they knew something about Davidson, I was like, "You did not go to Davidson, Dwight." He's got a lot of Andy Bernard in him. He yeah. Really does. So I was in an acapella group in high school. Yep. So voice guy has some real experience. Yeah. Yeah. The pipes they've been put to. But he's a little rusty, work. so that's why he's it's doing been, this pro it's, bono. It's been years. Yes. But but <laughs> I am not above inviting the uh, quarter pounders, as we were called, to Stop the it. office Gosh. Christmas party. The quarter. Pounders. The quarter pounders. Is there a price sheet? Would it be around five grand to bring them in? I think it would be a bit cheaper, seeing as how they are a high school acapella <laughs> quartet. I believe Andy said it was what five thousand for Pam. Five G's, yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's Cornell. Yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> what high school are we talking about here? Porter Gowden. Uh, oh, Porter ever Gow. heard of it? Porter Gowden. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a good one. At the Porter Gowden. All right, let's go line of the Buddy, week for real. Uh, our line of the week this week comes courtesy of Gerald McCoy, who was pretty fired up after the game uh, in New Orleans. Quote, talking is over with. It's time to start doing. We're too good for this. It's frustrating. I don't care how good the Saints are. Well, let me take that back. The Saints are a great team. That's why they win so much. They're not a good team. They're a great team. But we're a good team, too. We just have to be better, especially me. Um, the buck stops with me. That's what that sounds Ooh. like. Former buck. Former buck. That's a good, did he, that's did a good he also say that... Uh, I've spent nine years in Tampa. I'm used to, I'm used to losing and moving on. Mm. Did he? I, I know he I said something along those lines earlier in the year. I don't know if he, he said that. Keep it moving. Person. Yeah, but I think he kind of summed up a lot of the the feeling. And I don't know. I mean, do you think? Like, do we think the pan? Like the, the the line in the NFL is you are what your record says you are. Are the Panthers better than five and six? Do you think this team is? What Gerald is saying, should this team be, and everyone looks at those few close losses, I mean, they've had a bunch that have been by one score of the year. Is, is, is this team better than the record indicates? I want to say yes, just because those games are so close. But you have to go back to, you are your record. And, and the things what, yeah. that have been going wrong, the Saints game was probably the most frustrating up to this point as far as just the stakes being in New Orleans, going against that Saints team, and you're so close there at the end, but you miss field goals. You can't get it in on the, what, five chances you had on the goal, six chances you had on the goal line. Those are the moments that I'm like, you know what? You're a five and six team. Yeah. If you can't, you're you're getting yourself close enough, but that that's not how football works. Right. Close only works in what? Hand grenades and what is it? Horseshoes. Horseshoes, Horseshoes and yeah. hand grenades. Yeah, I think that's NFL football. Yeah. It's like it's going to come down to a possession or a handful of plays, and that's what's going to separate teams who are playoff bound and those who are around 500. And the other saying is, you know, good teams find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Not so good teams find a way to lose. The Panthers right now have just continued to find ways to lose. lose. I mean, that's just the the sad truth of the matter. It's it's been whether it's a missed 28 yard field goal, whether it's a third and a, six conversion, a punt. That it's a leg. Right. I mean, it's just, um, you know, that's that's just kind of been how things have gone lately. And, you know, I, I hear what he's saying. I think the talent certainly has been there from the beginning. Um, but that's NFL football, man. I mean, yeah. it's just this is it's going to come down to those few plays and it's either you make them or you don't. It's a make or miss league. The people say that about the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same way in the NFL. The plays are going to be there. Who's going to make them? The plays are there to be made. Doesn't care who makes them. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares who makes the play. Somebody's got to make it. We and are throwing out so many cliches right yeah. now. 
And I think I think they're apt in this in this conversation. Yeah. I don't know. But I hear his pain. I mean, look, this team, it's been tough because man, these losses these losses, especially against good teams, Green Bay, New Orleans, I mean, those two, they're heartbreakers. Yeah. But and, that's and, and they've they've flashed. You know, yeah. it's like you 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 make this incredible play to, you know, stop momentum right before the half, you know, Gerald does and you know, Kyle makes this incredible play on fourth down to find DJ. I mean, it just all yeah. these, like, you know, even just to get there, to get right. to those points. The, the fourth down stop on Kamara. Yeah, Eric Reed makes. that was huge. And then it's so hard to pick off Breeze. He's been so good right. protecting the football. Boston with the interception. And it's like, man, it just felt like everything was sort of happening. Mm-hmm. But you got to finish the deal. It's and the expectation. I don't think the expectation is there for the Panthers to finish out these games and to win because they right. haven't been. Right. And I think that says a lot when you get into November and December football. When the expectation of the team that you're playing is, ooh, we better watch out for them in the second half. They're a second-half team. or they're, We can't let them get in the red zone because they score in the red zone. I don't think those expectations are there for this team. When other teams are preparing for them or when the, the game is on the line, yep. it's hard to have those expectations just because of the record. So, good job, Gerald, for saying it. I think they've been saying this for a couple of weeks. I believe Luke said it a few weeks ago. Greg yep. has said this, that it's an it's enough talking. Mm-hmm. Now we have to go out and do the Panthers have five weeks to be able to prove that they can do that, whether that's to try and still push for the playoffs like they can at this current moment, or if it gets into playing spoiler to other teams uh, that they have on their schedule. So still five weeks of football left. There are a lot of truth and a lot of trash left to still talk about this season. But right now we just want to say congratulations to Will Bryan for doing two podcasts in one day. Oh, my gosh. What a what an we, effort! We really do Such applaud you. It was we very, thank you so much I'm, from I'm the tired. bottom of our hearts. I gotta gotta take a break. Uh, the Panthers Podcast Network would not be anything without Will. We'll see you guys next week. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer, like this one, or home to vibes like this, and this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.